Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thank you for joining us at XM.com. This is the week ahead. Two central bank meetings and the latest employment report from the United States will definitely attract investors' attention this upcoming week. I'm Christina Marujos. With me today is our lead investment analyst, Raf Boyajian. Rafi, the Reserve Bank of Australia meets on Tuesday. There is quite a bit of uncertainty as to what to expect after the bank skipped a hike in July. How likely do you think is a rate hike in August, though? Well, Christina, uh, we've got a bit of a split between what the markets think and what uh, analysts are expecting. Uh, so the markets are pretty convinced, or uh, not entirely convinced, but uh, the odds are uh, around uh, 70 to 30 percent uh, that uh, they will leave rates on hold, but economists think that we may get a 25 basis point rate hike. Uh, and that is because uh, back in July, the decision to hold rates steady was, in fact, a very close call. Uh, and they pointed to the August meeting as to when uh, they will reassess uh, this situation. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that we will be getting updated um, economic projections uh, later in the week on Friday. Um, so it is possible that the bank may decide that although inflation is cooling in Australia, maybe it's not cooling fast enough. Uh, there's also the risk of a tight labor market that we, you know, it might spur higher wage growth. Uh, but uh, the, the point is, though, why markets have, are not uh, maybe a little bit less uh, pessimistic is because the, the June data has been pretty bad so far. The PMIs pointed to contracting uh, economic activity. We also got some poor retail sales. Um, so uh, it's quite possible that the RBA uh, will be cautious and stay on pause, uh, at least for another meeting. Um, but the outlook might be looking uh, somewhat better now that China has uh, announced some additional stimulus measures. Uh, so even if they do keep rates on hold, we, will, we certainly cannot rule out uh, future rate increases. Uh, so I think the least dovish scenario is that the RBA, uh, you know, they're going to, uh, if they stay on hold, uh, it's going to be a hawkish hold. Uh, so that would uh, keep supporting the Australian dollar. On the other hand, Rafi, we have the Bank of England. It meets on Thursday and it is certain it will hike again. However, the question is, how big a rate hike will it deliver this week? Well, that is right. So um, clearly inflation in the UK remains way too high, even though it has started to, the descent in inflation has started to accelerate, uh, but they've got a long way to go, uh, a lot longer than other central banks. Uh, so clearly they need to keep on tightening until uh, inflation gets a lot closer to 2%, and more importantly, core inflation uh, starts to come down more substantially. Uh, but uh, as we're seeing uh, in the euro area, uh, UK economic activity is also kind of deteriorating. The July uh, PMIs uh, were not very uh, encouraging. Um, so the, it's uh, probably unlikely that the bank would uh, feel confident enough to uh, raise rates by 50 basis points. Uh, I mean, of course, it is possible that we may get such a surprise price. Uh, but now that inflation has started to, you know, uh, moderate um, a lot more substantially, I think the bank will uh, be, uh, they're going to be uh, satisfied to go with just 25 basis points. Um, but, you know, for the pound, I think what might matter more is 
um, what, what the, the Bank of England is going to say in its uh, latest uh, inflation uh, monetary policy uh, report. Uh, so if they see inflation not falling fast enough in the next two to three years, uh, then that might be supportive for sterling. But um, if they fairly confident that inflation might come down uh, within to two percent within two, two, two years, uh, then I think uh, that could potentially uh, be negative for sterling. Now let's turn to the data front. Earlier this week, we heard Fed Chair Powell say that the committee will be data dependent moving forward regarding future policy, thus putting that much more importance on the non-farm payrolls report out on Friday. What are we likely to see in the data and how could the dollar perform? Well, that is right. So uh, the uh, Fed Chair Powell really kept the door wide open to uh, either outcome in September that they may raise rates, they may not. So it's all going to come down to the data. And of course, as you said, the jobs data will be uh, critical. Uh, so we finally started to see uh, back in uh, the June uh, jobs report that maybe things are starting to, to cool off a little bit in the US uh, labor market. And we're likely to see more of that uh, in July. We're expecting to, to get a print of 184,000 for non-farm payrolls. Uh, jobless rate, though, remains at 3.6% wage growth. Um, has uh, started to um, accelerate a little bit lately. Uh, so that's a bit of a concern. It's going to be important to see whether or not uh, that is continuing to accelerate there or it's going to moderate. Uh, and also we're going to be getting the ISM PMIs, uh, the manufacturing and non-manufacturing uh, PMIs, which are also uh, pretty important too, uh, to see, to get a, you know, a more forward-looking data in terms of what's happening uh, in terms of um, output prices in the US economy in terms of uh, hiring. Um, so uh, if overall the data is a lot stronger than expected, uh, that could in fact bolster the dollar because the markets would up their bets uh, that we will in fact be getting another rate hike from the Fed. And Rafi, before I let you go, is there anything else on this upcoming week's calendar and investors should keep an eye out? Well, we should be keeping an eye out for uh, on Monday if we're going to get a bunch of uh, Eurozone data, we're going to get the flash CPIs as well as uh, the preliminary uh, reading for uh, second quarter GDP for the Euro area. Um, so we just had the ECB meeting, of course, Lagarde was uh, suggesting that uh, the ECB may pause that or maybe the, in fact they have already paused, they're not certain if they're going to raise interest rates. Um, and that came on the back of, you know, the recent data showing inflation uh, is falling pretty fast now in the Euro area. So uh, inflation is expected to drop to 5.3% in July. Uh, if we get a hotter print than that, then, you know, we could see again uh, best rising that the ECB may not be done after all. Uh, and GDP, you know, there's concerns about a recession. Although we, could, we got some GDP revisions that showed that the Eurozone was not in a technical recession after all, but uh, that's not to say that they're not headed there looking at the data. Uh, we may well see late in the second half of this year, but for now, for the second quarter, GDP should show an expansion of 0.1%. Uh, so I think the Euro will be extremely sensitive uh, to what we're going to get because uh, basically uh, September is a live meeting. Thanks, Rafi. Great having you with me today. This was The Week Ahead here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.